Did you know that Jesus was Jewish? You might be asking, what does that mean for your Christian faith? Watch today and discover how understanding the Jewish roots of your faith and your connection to Israel and the Jewish people can transform your life and the way you read the Bible. Coming up on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Jonathan Burnus. My co-host Ezra Benjamin is joining me again today as we welcome a very special guest to the program who actually needs no introduction. He's a Bible teacher, he's an author, he's an international evangelist and directs Voice of Evangelism in Cleveland, Tennessee. Please welcome to the program Perry Stone. I'm welcoming myself. See me clapping my hands? <laughs> I, There's a lot of I've applause been, <laughs> going on right now. We, we have been trying to get together for I don't know how long, and finally we're together, and I'm so excited. I really am, because if there's ever been a time when the word of the Lord is not just being preached, it's being received. And by that I mean that any time that we, as in, I say we in the U.S. or in the world, enter into a prophetic cycle or a prophetic season, there is this renewed interest. And I've got to tell you something funny. I just noticed an article that was out that said, radical Christians believe recent events lead to the return of the Lord. No, not radical Christians, sensible people who believe the Bible. <laughs> Anyone who is sensible enough to look at the scripture and put it together understands that we're living in great, uh, great times. And so your voice, and of course our ministry is uh, te televised around the world, and I'm so grateful to be here. I could, you know, now if you, if you know anything about me, which I know you do, I can take off preaching it. You know, you don't even have to say tag, hit me, preach. I'll just take off without you saying that. So you have to interrupt me with any question you have at any given time. I just want you to know that. Or I'll, it's like a takeover spirit comes on me. I just want to preach. I just want to preach nonstop. Well, I have lots of questions. By the way, I think we were talking probably five years ago at NRB about you coming yeah. on the program. And it's really, yes. I'm yeah. glad you're, you're finally able to come on. Bible prophecy uh, in some circles of the church seems to be waning. In other circles, uh, it's more active than ever. Talk about why Bible prophecy, end time prophecy, or last day's prophecy is so important for Christians to pay attention to. Okay, you have two schools emerging, especially in Western Christianity. You have a younger generation of ministers who are more geared to what we say, preaching to the needs of the people. You have an older generation, and when I say, oh, I didn't say old, I said older, that are basically over 50 who were raised under great prophecy preachers in the Baptist church, in the full gospel churches, uh, the classical churches, we would call them the evangelical churches. There were some absolutely scholars, geniuses that just knew the word of God that kept that generation that's now 50 and older informed about the nation of Israel, about the reestablishment of how Jerusalem is the capital, the Jewish people returning, the blessing that would come on the land before the Messiah would return. And they were very much informed because Israel was reestablished in 1948 during what was called the healing revival. 
And all of those men had a prophetic message. There was 106 of them preaching mostly in tents from 1948 to 55. And their message centered not only on the needs of people, but it centered on the fact Israel has been reestablished as a nation. Folks, we're now entering into the days that the prophets have spoke about. Now, those seasons have cycles. For example, 48 Israel was a nation, 67 Jerusalem is recaptured as the capital of Israel and reunited. 88 to 90, the Jews began to return out of Russia. In the 90s, the latter reigns began to return to Israel. Also in the 90s, they began to develop the land into farming, which is a great fulfillment of Isaiah 35, 1 through 7. And you see Israel becoming a great army the way that Ezekiel predicted in the Valley of Dry Bones, dwelling safely in unwalled villages the way that Ezekiel also predicted in chapter 38 and 39. Now, my point is that the younger generation of men, and I've dealt with them, I preach at some of the greatest churches in America, have, have said to me that we don't preach prophecy because we think it is a negative message, or we think that it creates fear in people, or we think that uh, it depresses people. Well, that's just like saying I never preach on hell because it might depress somebody. Well, if I'm going there, I want somebody to help me not go there. And so it's not a good theology to base everything on fear. It's not a good theology to, to say, okay, we're not going to preach this because it might frighten somebody. Because Jonathan, you and Ezra both know this. If we go to the book of Revelation and if we go to portions of Daniel, portions of Isaiah, even Ezekiel 38 and 39 about the battle of Gog and Magog, if we look at all of what's coming, then we have to understand Noah. Look at Noah. It says, Noah who was moved by fear. Now, it was a godly fear, not a fear of man. It was a godly fear, but moved by fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house. So there is a godly fear that we must have as we share the prophetic word and say, guys, ladies and gentlemen, be prepared or don't be prepared. If you're not prepared, here's what's coming. If you're prepared, here is what God can do to help you to escape these things or to stand before the Son of Man at the judgment. So what I'm saying is that it is important that the body of Christ teach and preach the prophetic word to the younger generation so that they are not caught off guard. Let me say one more thing. I had a pastor of a church with 15,000 members call me from Florida. He's a younger man. He has a, a, his whole church is under 40 years of age. And this is what he said to me. He said, Perry, I remember hearing you preach in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, when I was a student at LSU on prophecy. That's what stirred me up. He said, but I have a generation sitting in front of me that frightens me. And I said, now explain that. He said, they themselves don't frighten me, but the fact that they are so into technology, they are so into chips, they are so into uh, the, the scannings, the cards, the, the pin numbers and everything. I actually think that many of these young people would accept a mark on the forehead in the hand for buying or selling for convenience without even understanding the danger of it based on Revelation 13. That's one of the reasons why we have to inform people what the Bible teaches about prophecy. Now, that was a long answer, so, but you know, that's, uh, that's, really, that's really very, very significant in what we're talking about. Perry, separating uh, the, the occasional errancy of people who operate in the prophetic from the enduring truth of the scriptures and the prophecies we see in scripture, 
I think, you know, as you've talked about, that can be really healing for my generation. And praise God, you're out there interfacing with, with uh, large church pastors around the country and around the world on that issue. You've written a fantastic book that we want to get into the hands of our partners at Jewish Voice today called The Final Ciphers and the Return of Christ. Really a great way for people to engage for the first time or maybe re-engage, Jonathan, with the realities of what the scriptures have to say, Old and New Testament, about the last days and how we as the body of believers yeah. need to be prepared. I, I love the title, by the way, just to find cipher for us. So people well, understand gonna, this. I, I wrote this down because I want people to understand what a cipher is. The definition of a cipher is a secret that is disguised in, in way of writing a code or a method of transforming a text in order to conceal its meaning. So we would just say that a cipher from a biblical perspective is two things, how ancient stories conceal future events. Ancient stories conceal future events. And I think one of the best scriptures I can give you is Ecclesiastes chapter 1, uh, where it says this, the thing which has been is that which shall be, and that which has been done is that which shall be done. There's nothing new under the sun. I'll give you an example. Genesis 1 and 2 are the same as Revelation chapter 21 and 22. The first two chapters and the last two chapters have no sin, no pain, no Satan, no death, and no disease. So it ends the way it begins. In the ministry of Jesus, 40 days of fasting, 40 days he was alive. There is a Joseph in the beginning, Mary's husband. There's a Joseph of Arimathea at the end of his ministry. There is a Mary, his mother, in the beginning. There's another Mary at the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. There is a Herod in the beginning of Christ's ministry, but there's another Herod, same name, Herod, but a different person at the time of his crucifixion. So that is how history repeats itself or patterns repeat themselves. You know, we're, we're not going to be able to even scratch the surface in the time that we have allotted for the program, which is why you really need to get the book, uh, The Final Ciphers and the Return of Christ. Uh, we're getting close. We're getting really close. And if you want to understand the times we live in, you, you need to look uh, and, and study. You need to look at the times, at, at the, what's happening around through eyes that can see. So uh, that's why we're making this available to you along with a book I wrote called Seven Keys to Unlocking the Prophetic Mysteries of Israel. We don't sell materials. We sow them into the lives of, uh, lives of our partners as you help us to reach Jewish people in remote places of the world like yeah. Ethiopia, Zimbabwe. We help uh, many in need in Israel. Uh, because the gospel is to the Jew first and we earn the right to share our faith. Thank you for being part of that, for partnering with us. Please don't wait. Pick up the phone and call. The opportunity is great. Here's how you can get involved. Why do most churches shy away from teaching about the last days? Why do biblical prophecies sometimes seem hard to comprehend? Have you been looking for greater understanding? In his timely book on last day prophecy, Perry Stone has discovered stunning information that unlocks ancient ciphers, including prophetic cycles and patterns in scripture. These ciphers conceal secrets for our generation that point to Jesus' return. For your one-time gift today of $40 or more in support of Jewish Voice, we want to provide you with Perry Stone's book, The Final Ciphers and the Return of Christ. 
Perry's book will bring clarity to biblical prophecy as we approach the last days and why you should be excited for Yeshua's return. Because we want you to know how important Israel is to last day's prophecy, Jonathan would include his seven keys to unlock the prophetic mysteries of Israel mini book with your donation. This book is an excellent complement to understanding Israel's role in God's plan. Jonathan wants to get these resources into your hands right away as you help us share the gospel, change lives through medical care, and give the gift of hope. Would you consider joining Jonathan in Jewish Voice as a new monthly Shalom Partner? As you make an ongoing commitment and become a new Shalom Partner with a gift of just $30 today, we'll include this beautiful Afghan throw showing the Star of David rising behind Yeshua as the Lion in Revelation 5.5 that says the Lion of Judah has triumphed. This comfortable throw will be a consistent reminder in your house that God is in control. Make sure to request the final ciphers package as you support the work of Jewish voice outreaches around the world. Maybe you've been discouraged. Maybe you've been sowing into missions for years or you used to and you haven't seen the fruit that you thought you'd see. Would you partner with me? Would you partner with Jewish Voice Ministries again? Be a part of the long-term covenantal transformative impact this ministry is having here among the Beta Israel of Ethiopia. I promise you, the investment you're making today, though we may not see the full breakthrough tomorrow, over the long haul is going to have an impact in quality of life, is going to save lives, and is going to impact eternities, eternities for thousands, even tens of thousands of the Ethiopian Jewish community who remain here in Ethiopia. Please respond now by calling the 800 number on the screen and letting our representative know what level of giving you would like to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give securely online at jewishvoice.tv. You can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. We are so thankful for your generous support of Jewish Voice and for making a difference for so many through your sacrifice. Now, let's rejoin Jonathan, Ezra, and Perry. Welcome back to the program. Hey, before we get back into talking with Perry Stone, I'd like to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you to all of you who support this ministry. We honestly, we could not do this work without you. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for your monthly partnership. Your ongoing support of this ministry is so important to change the lives of Jewish people and their neighbors hurting around the world. Really, we're, we're really so grateful. Thank you so much for standing with us. And, and Perry, we're grateful for you because you have continually just, I, I've known you, watched you for many years, loved Israel, loved the Jewish people, taught about Israel and the Jewish roots of the faith. What, what, what's motivated you to focus so much on Israel and the Jewish people all these years? The first time I went to Israel was about 1985, and I actually saw where prophecy was being fulfilled. The desert blossoming like a rose. My guide's brother-in-law discovered the earthquake fault line on the Mount of Olives, his geological department did. Well, that's what the Bible says, the Mount of Olives will split when the Messiah returns. So it was that, it was going to Israel the first time and actually seeing where the prophecies were being fulfilled. And from that moment on, I was hooked. That's all I can say, I was hooked on Bible prophecy and have been ever since actually. Well, uh, you've written some wonderful books and a lot of lives have been changed. And uh, the Jewish roots of your faith, did that, did that also come about as uh, 
you were so impacted by Israel? I'll tell you what happened. We live in Cleveland, Tennessee, but there was a church in Lenore City about 50 minutes away that was really heavy into the Jewish roots, the banners, the singing, the Hebraic songs, and my wife and I ended up joining that church. So when I started teaching Jewish roots, Jonathan, this was the thing that just kind of shocked me because of my background, more traditional, uh, full gospel background, they didn't understand it. They didn't understand the connection. They didn't understand even what Hebraic roots were. So I'll be very honest with you. I had to take a hit uh, from, from my own brethren for probably 10 years. And then finally, I guess so many people started hearing about it through, you know, you're there. Back in the day, Zola Levitt was there. There were other teachers that were there that finally it became accepted. Now, the same churches that didn't like banners have banners hanging up, and they celebrate Israel Day or they celebrate a festival. So I want to just say thank the Lord that some of the Gentiles saw the light. Hallelujah. I think that's, <laughs> that's the best way for me to put it. The Gentiles came to the light of their Hebrew roots in Christianity. So that's kind of where it went. Yeah, the Lord's bringing all the streams together, Perry. What an awesome time we can all be alive. Now, uh, I know part of the passion of, of your own heart and the expression of your own ministry is, is revealing for believers what we can say concealed in the scriptures and in the, in the prophecies of the Old Testament, even the New Testament and Revelation. I think sometimes uh, for Christians, there's a tendency either to... Uh, make all the promises where it says Israel and the Jewish people, okay, that's for the church now, or just to ignore them because we don't know what to do with them. And yet neither of those answers are correct, right? There's something the church needs to do in engaging with prophecies about Israel and the Jewish people. Talk to us about that. The fundamental understanding for anyone who un wants to understand the Jewish roots of Christianity is to understand whom, to whom the prophecies were addressed, to whom were the scriptures addressed. And you cannot go to Romans 11 and make that the church. That is Israel Paul is talking about. So there are certain verses, even in the New Testament, that are directed to national Israel, the, the natural seed of Abraham, and there are others that are directed to the church, the body of Christ. So I think one of the most important things I could give to people today when wanting, wanting to understand the difference between the scriptures to Israel, the scriptures directed to the church, the direct scriptures to the Gentile nations, and, script, and prophecies to individuals. Some New Testament prophecies are directed to individuals and Old Testament prophecies is to do what we call rightly dividing the word of God. Don't make a verse for Israel uh, the church. It may have an application, but it's still Israel. And I think that that's one of the, if, if people will basically learn to understand the difference between Paul is talking here about natural Israel. Paul is talking here about the comparison of Israel and the church. Then you'll be safe in understanding how you interpret the doctrine of the New Testament. Because if you don't do it, it'll be a hodgepodge and it will be so messed up and there'll be so much uh, confusion, theological confusion with people if they don't rightly divide those verses. Sure. Now, speak to the listener who's saying, okay, I get it, it's, it's about Israel, it's not about the church, it's not about me, so why does it matter to me, especially as we grow, you know, draw closer to the last days? Why do the prophecies about Israel matter to a Christian? Here's the reason why. The Bible says in Revelation, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. You prove that Christ is the Messiah one way by taking the prophecies of the Old Testament and showing where he fulfilled them in the New. Now, the reason that we have to understand prophecy as it relates to Israel is 
all of the end time prophecies, even in the tribulation period, will center on the Middle East, the Mediterranean Sea, the nations rising up, the battle of Gog and Magog, which is in Israel, and the 144,000 Jews that are sealed with the seal of God in the book of Revelation. Where does it center at? It centers in Jerusalem and in Israel. So when you understand that, you understand that the end time prophecies are so geared toward the nation of Israel, the Jewish people, the, their return from the different nations that the prophets talked about. That's how you know the signs of the Messiah's coming are close. When you see the events aligning with Jerusalem, Israel, the land, the people, the return, all of that combined is a combination. You know, here's what David said. When the Lord shall build up Zion, then he will appear in his glory. It's connected. You can't get away from the connection of the Jewish people, Israel, the return of the Jewish people from the nations of the world. You can't get away from it if you understand the prophecies of the prophets and even the words that Paul wrote about in Romans chapter 11. It's all there. And that's why you have to study it as a whole to get the full picture of what God is doing through Bible prophecy and the Jewish people. Perry, we could spend all day talking to you. We could spend a week talking to you. This, this I is... could talk to you for a week too. <laughs> and, and we'll have to do it sometime in the future. So we're just scratching the surface, but you've written a, a, a book called The Final Ciphers and the Return of Christ. Very, very compelling book, by the way. Just give us a, a quick overview of the book. We really want to get this into your hands. We want to sew it into your life this week. It's really important. I started writing this during COVID. And I said, what is this about? Where does it lead? And I found that most viruses started in China throughout history and spread from east to west. So we have that in there. And then we talk about parallels of the Roman Empire, the Pompeii cipher. There are about 19 individual chapters. So it would take me an hour to talk about each chapter. So I want them to get the book. I think it will really enlighten them, especially to unlocking some of the mysteries that we are in in the time of the end. And if we're looking for the return of Christ, the return of the Messiah, there's plenty of, of very specific things that are going on as signs, right? We just need to have eyes to see. Yes, exactly. You don't have to speculate. It's right here, and you can take the scripture and historical patterns and tie it in, and you can discover it. It's right there. So that, that's, that's why we're offering it this week, along with seven keys to unlocking the prophetic mysteries of Israel. Short book I wrote, they really go together. We care about the return of the Messiah, and we are to be prepared. That's what the Bible says. Uh, again, we want to sow these into your lives uh, as our way of saying thank you for helping us to reach Jewish people in need. The gospel is to the Jew first, and we are seeing Jewish people saved, and we need your help to do it. Here's how. Why do most churches shy away from teaching about the last days? Why do biblical prophecies sometimes seem hard to comprehend? Have you been looking for greater understanding? In his timely book on last day prophecy, Perry Stone has discovered stunning information that unlocks ancient ciphers, including prophetic cycles and patterns in scripture. These ciphers conceal secrets for our generation that point to Jesus' return. For your one-time gift today of $40 or more in support of Jewish Voice, we want to provide you with Perry Stone's book, The Final Ciphers and the Return of Christ. 
Perry's book will bring clarity to biblical prophecy as we approach the last days and why you should be excited for Yeshua's return. Because we want you to know how important Israel is to last day's prophecy, Jonathan would include his seven keys to unlock the prophetic mysteries of Israel mini book with your donation. This book is an excellent complement to understanding Israel's role in God's plan. Jonathan wants to get these resources into your hands right away as you help us share the gospel, change lives through medical care, and give the gift of hope. Would you consider joining Jonathan and Jewish Voice as a new monthly Shalom Partner? As you make an ongoing commitment and become a new Shalom Partner with a gift of just $30 today, we'll include this beautiful Afghan throw showing the Star of David rising behind Yeshua as the lion in Revelation 5.5 that says the Lion of Judah has triumphed. This comfortable throw will be a consistent reminder in your house that God is in control. Make sure to request the final Cyphers package as you support the work of Jewish voice outreaches around the world. Maybe you've been discouraged. Maybe you've been sowing into missions for years or you used to and you haven't seen the fruit that you thought you'd see. Would you partner with me? Would you partner with Jewish Voice Ministries again? Be a part of the long-term covenantal transformative impact this ministry is having here among the Beta Israel of Ethiopia. I promise you, the investment you're making today, though we may not see the full breakthrough tomorrow, over the long haul is going to have an impact in quality of life, is going to save lives, and is going to impact eternities, eternities for thousands, even tens of thousands of the Ethiopian Jewish community who remain here in Ethiopia. Please respond now by calling the 800 number on the screen and letting our representative know what level of giving you would like to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give securely online at jewishvoice.tv. You can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. We are so thankful for your generous support of Jewish Voice and for making a difference for so many through your sacrifice. Now, let's rejoin Jonathan, Ezra, and Perry. We take time in every program to pray for you, to pray for your family, to pray for your needs. We get a big pile of prayer requests every week. We pray for every one of you by name. We're committed to doing that. We're here for you. And Perry, I'm going to ask you to join us. We have lots of needs mounting up. People that uh, are uh, really struggling financially and facing foreclosure of their homes. We have people fighting cancer, uh, loved ones that they, they want to reunite with that have walked away from the Lord. Will you just uh, lead us out in prayer for these precious people? Uh, God sees their need. Gracious Father, we come to you in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, and we ask you to touch every request that's coming in. You see the names when they're written down. You hear their voices. You hear the cries of the people. So we ask you that whatever that need would be, that you would move toward the individuals, that they would have faith to hold on and have faith to believe that your spirit and your power is going to minister to them and the answers will come, even though they look delayed, even though they seem delayed. Lord God, as the parable in Luke says, that we will hold on, not give up and not quit, that we will have faith to continue to believe that you are going to move on behalf of the men and the women and the many requests have compassion, pity, and mercy upon your people, Lord, that need you at this time. In the name of Christ, hallelujah. hallelujah. Thank you, we Lord. Agree. We agree. 
Amen. Amen. Hey, if you'd like more information about our minister, you can log on to our website, jewishvoice.tv, and you can find many helpful resources there. Uh, you can send your prayer request, as I said, uh, right on the website, and we will be praying for you by name because God cares about you, and we care about you. We want to thank you also for your support of Jewish Voice. We could not do what we do without you. As we close the program, we want to remind you that God asked each of us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper who love thee. Thanks to uh, Ezra for joining me again today and for our dear friend Perry Stone. And until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. To help you develop a will or trust at no cost to you, go to jvmi.org forward slash trust to learn more.